Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, Business and the Knowledge Economy. Folks, we're coming to you live from the IPBC's Ignite 2016 conference here in beautiful Richmond, Vancouver. And now we're honored to interview Paul Struthers, the Executive Vice President, Managing Director of Canada. Paul, welcome to the Soul of Enterprise. Thanks for having me, Ron. It's great to be here. So I know you're new to Sage. You've been what here for five weeks? About roughly five, five weeks and a half now. Yes. Wow. So what is your background? What got you here? Well, I spent a lot of years in the telecom industry, um, wow. working for big uh, complex software services companies, supporting some of the biggest uh, phone companies, communications providers around the world. Before that, I actually spent a lot of time in the consulting world. So I used to implement ERP systems, and I ran our consulting practice for quite a bit of time. Before that, I actually started as a student in the uh, in the telecom world with Bell, actually. Oh, wow. Bell Canada here, and uh, I actually ran a business for uh, for small businesses that were on phone contracts. So a lot of different experience in large enterprise, but also in the small business domain. What brought me here? Um, Sage really attracted me as a great champion of the small business. Um, a lot of great innovation happening, great people. When I went through the process to, to come on board, all the people I met are a real family team feel here and a real genuine passion for powering small business around the world and here in Canada. And a lot of them are actually small business owners. Mm -hmm. They're actually uh, maybe have small businesses uh, on the side while they're working, but uh, are very passionate about giving back to that community as well. So all of that put together, combined with the experience I had, it kind of culminated in a, in a great fit with Sage here. Excellent. So what kind of activities would you be doing? Would you be working mostly with the small business community or... You know, five and a half weeks in, I'm still finding my way. But I would say in general, um, looking out for our customers, customers first, right? So um, our customers have been our lifeblood for the last 30 years that we've been around, uh, will continue to be. So continue to make sure the customers are getting the solutions and the service that they need, that our partners, like all the great partners that are here at the IPBC event, are uh, being serviced and getting uh, what they need, the support they need from us, uh, making sure that the Canadian market knows where we're heading with our solutions and how we're innovating for them continuously. Um, the great part about being a global organization is we're able to continue to pump investment that will uh, will help Canadian small businesses. So I think it's going to be all of the above. Be out there, be part of the community, be a part of the fabric. We have some great uh, sponsorships coming this year with the Invictus Games in Toronto mm -hmm. at the end of September with the Canada Games in August in Winnipeg. Right. Uh, so really just making sure that uh, we're part of the community that uh, helps us be here every day. Awesome. And and as you go talk around, uh, talk to small businesses, uh, you know, your your end customers, if you will, uh, not so much the accounting side, I'll, maybe I'll ask you about that later, but what do you see as the, the biggest challenges for small business owners these days? Well, I'm still finding my way, Ron, so uh, <laughs> I'll give you the answer with a grain of salt, but I think change seems to be a big driver in the industry right now. You've got uh, a bookkeeping or accounting professions or um, small businesses that may have operated a certain way, uh, and there's a lot of technolo technological disruption you know, what is the cloud? Should I be doing things in the cloud? If I'm an actual end customer, do I run my business with a cloud-based solution or do I want it to be on-premise or do I want it to be a, a hybrid in between? How do I mm. keep track of everything on the go? If I'm someone that's, you know, been in business for 30 or 40 years, I might expect a certain way of doing business. Whereas if I'm a digital generation, which is coming behind the millennials or a millennial, I'm used to working uh, from my tablet or phone 24 hours a day kind of thing. So how do you adapt to all those different variables of change out in the marketplace and really 
as a business, embrace that change, uh, drive the change management your organization to, to make sure it drives the results that you want and how do accountants who are supporting those uh, businesses also adapt to the change and, and do it with their customers and how do we also continue to adapt uh, to what those needs are in the market. Right, and, and I know you're new, and so I, I, I understand, but uh, w what you have seen, like at this conference and mm -hmm. maybe others you've taught at the Sage Summit when we met back in July, um, do you think the profession, the accounting profession in particular, is doing a good job embracing this, these changes? From what I've seen here so far this week and the folks I've met over the last five weeks, yeah, I think uh, it's been very eye-opening for me, a very impressive group of people, very switched on. Uh, Technology adapters, uh, you can tell they're very uh, uh, up-to-date on the bleeding edge of technology. I've spent my whole life in high tech, right. and definitely everyone here is very conversant, very passionate, very passionate group of people. Uh, I was out in the hallway yesterday and thought I was just getting a tea and had an amazing two-hour conversation with uh, five or six accountants, and uh, I was very impressed with how switched on everyone is. So, yeah, I think, uh, look, we all have a lot of work to do to adapt to change. If you're someone who's interested in continuous improvement, the journey is never over. Um, so we all ha are on a journey here, but uh, yeah, I think they are adapting well. How do you help a bookkeeper or accounting firm overcome their fear? I hear it's still a lot of fear about moving into the cloud, whether it's data security, speed, whatever. What are some of the things you tell them? Interesting question, Ron. So I think the cloud can be scary if you don't understand it, yeah, right? So um, it's really security and everything this day I think is what people worry about the most. It's become with encryption and everything these days, the cloud is extremely secure. Mm -hmm. I mean, someone could also break into your office and, and uh, steal your desktop, for example. Absolutely. You're out of your car. <laughs> or your, your car. Laptop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Steal the whole office. Well, if it's a portable office, I guess. Um, but, you know, so it's depends on the journey the customer wants to be in or account wants to be in. If you're totally not comfortable with the cloud, you can stick with a desktop-oriented solution and find ways to hook in your data and share it with your customers. You can go the hybrid route where you can have mm -hmm. access from the web, what we call C-Line, uh, access from the web to your desktop solution so people can get it on the go, but it's not a full cloud. Some customers have private cloud solutions. Uh, or if you're not afraid of the cloud and uh, understand that you know the encryption levels and security, look at Salesforce and Amazon and everyone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, the world really is being powered off a lot of this and it's pretty pretty high level security. So if people are, are comfortable with that, then it is a good way to go as well. So it's gonna depend on the, the individual and the individual. environment. What, what's your opinion of some of the, because you've got a great high tech background, uh, things like IBM's Watson and these AI uh, machines and deep learning and things like that. I mean, do you, are you optimistic that, yes, they may disrupt the profession, but they may help the profession move up into higher value services? It's a great question. You could probably have a deep dive on that for uh, for hours. <laughs> um, AI, yeah, I think it's it's still in its infancy. It's I mean, we're all talking to Siri or Cortana or whatever. Or, the or your peg, right? Sage's <laughs> or peg, peg, yeah, your exactly. Bot, that's pretty neat. I think the um, the core of what we've been talking about so far isn't going to go away, but something like an AI can only augment it. At the end of the day, I'm still going to need somebody that has the if I want that face-to-face -face or has that intuition or has that ability to uh, give me the comfort I want. But AI can be a great enabler for it. I'll give you a small example. I've just been embracing Siri a lot recently. Mm -hmm. So just the fact that you can wake up in the morning and say, hey, what's the weather today? And you get an answer. Now, 
is Siri going to go out and experience the weather for me? No, but it can tell me what the weather's going to be, and it made my it just cut a couple minutes off my day to log in and figure out what the weather is, for right. example, or flip on the TV. So I think uh, we have to embrace it, and uh, but learn how to tap into it to to our benefit. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. It's going to be an interesting ride because it's it's the pace of change is exponential in AI right now. It really is. I mean, yeah. when you see some of the things that Watson can do, and uh, and just, I mean, winning a Jeopardy is one thing, yeah. you know. And the the joke headline after he won in Jeopardy, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal. It said that Watson doesn't know he won on Jeopardy, <laughs> and I, I used to say, well, yeah, well, Watson doesn't know he took your job either. And <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but and then you see uh, the deeper mind, you know, deep, what is it, Deep Mind from Google winning at the uh, the, the game Go, which is far more complicated than chess, and I just you know, it just seems like this type of these types of systems are going to displace a lot of the work that accountants and bookkeepers do over time. Well, let's hope not. Um, again, it remains to be seen. I think some people have made projections like that in the past as well, and um, sometimes the human factor still still is required. Still prevails. Still prevails, and uh, I view it as more an extension of your capability versus a, a full-on replacement. Right, right. No, I do too. I, I, yeah. I think it just removes some of the, the basic repetitive tasks and frees us up to go do more higher value things, kind of like what you guys talk about in the firm of the now, you know, the higher value advisory services and things like that. Yeah, if it can free up some of the tasks that allow you to do more value-driven activities for your customers, then that's the sweet spot for sure. Excellent. Well, Paul, I'm going to ask you a question since my co-host isn't here that he always loves to ask, who's your hero? My hero. I have many heroes, and it's going to sound a little bit... Um, That's fair. A little bit uh, sucking up to the audience here, perhaps, Ron, but I think uh, my hero, particularly in this role, are those people that make the brave decisions, the entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I say this because my, uh, my father-in-law is an entrepreneur, and so is my brother, brother-in-law. Um, those people that really have a passion and it's easy to, I've seen it happen with myself or many other people, it's easy to have a passion or idea but never do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So those that actually make that leap, go out there, do something about it and are successful at it or maybe fail a few times and eventually become successful because we all learn from failure. Um, those are real, real, real heroes. And also Wayne Gretzky, of course, because well, Canadian. Of course. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more. Those, those entrepreneurs that take those leaps of faith, they create yeah. our future, don't they? They do. They That's really power the, uh, power the economy in so many ways. Well, Paul, this has been great. If people want to find you, reach out to you, say thank you, uh, how, can they, how can they do that? Sure, anytime. I'm at paul.struthers at sage.com. So that's uh, P-A-U-L dot S-T-R-U-T-H-E-R-S at sage. Okay. And uh, Twitter at Struthers Paul. Beautiful. Well, Anytime. Paul, thank you so much for appearing on The Soul of Enterprise. Thanks for having me, Ron. You bet.